everybody, and welcome to an inventive Wild Ride with Steve-O. This week's guest is a fascinating guy. If you have not heard of Carter Share, let me tell you, he is like a modern-day Tony Stark. Iron Man, he's a genius, an inventor, an engineer, and a wildly successful YouTuber. By God, the kid is rich. And on this episode, I get kind of bent out of shape, okay? I throw a serious temper tantrum, and my initial thought was to save myself from the embarrassment by editing it out of the episode. But then I thought, you know what? I'm, a, I'm an accountable kind of guy. I like to be held accountable for my actions. So we left it in. Boy, do I lose my cookies on this episode. But fortunately, this episode is brought to you by NordVPN. I got to say that I have been traveling around the world and enjoying the hell out of international Netflix. When I'm international, I'm watching American Netflix, Hulu, like my fights. I do not miss my UFC fights. Now, how is this all possible? Because of NordVPN. Not only does NordVPN give you your own safe, virtual encrypted network so that you don't have like viruses coming in. You don't have people snooping around and stealing your information. You just create your own IP address by clicking whatever country you want to uh, be in. <laughs> and man, you all of the content of the world opens up to you and you're a lot safer too. I love my VPN subscription. And you can get a huge deal on yours plus four months free if you go to nordvpn.com slash stevo. And with Nord's 30-day money-back risk-free trial period, there's no reason not to do this. Again, they're going to give you a huge discount on your subscription plus four additional months free if you go to nordvpn.com slash stevo. So jump on it and let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Carter Scherer. Yo, all right. Yeah, dude. Gotta make sure that mic's ready. Um, we, we have a, a secret relationship that the world is not aware of. Super secret. <laughs> Some uh, a lot of people might think, "Ooh, this is a a counterintuitive, odd pairing," but we've actually yeah. got a project we're working on together. A little bit of history, yeah. It um, would behoove us to not draw too much attention to the project because it remains to be seen whether it will actually make it to the light of day. But it's been exciting working with you. It's been wild, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. In the interest of not um, alienating or offending the listeners, we can uh, probably be a little bit vague that um, Carter's expertise, your, your expertise as a, an inventor, an engineer, a, a builder, a, a doer of cool things, uh, coupled with my reputation for being sort of wild and crazy, can, can a little bit inform like what we might be doing together in the vein of developing a television series. Yeah. I and think, uh, yeah, unlikely friends that have different kind of backgrounds and skill sets put together to make something interesting. Right, to yeah. build cool-ass crazy shit. Like, not to alienate more people, the name of the show is called... <laughs> <laughs> right, but, uh, man, dude, was I impressed 
to uh, film the uh, sort of pilot, so to speak, uh-huh. at your um, new property in North Carolina mm-hmm. to find that it's just littered with luxury cars and, and uh, a mansion and just like, I mean, it's evident that you're doing very well for yourself with your YouTube career. You have a mansion? A mansion, yeah. It is, is, there is no other word for the home on this 40-acre property. 110. 110. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is no other word for that home than a mansion, Yeah. to be fair. So, yeah, um, yeah it's cool, man. It's really, uh, really impressive to see you go and uh, to see the things that you've done. Um, like, I wonder how many, for, for people who maybe are, t- are tuning into the Wild Ride podcast and they don't know as much about you. Let's get some background from, from For you. sure, yeah. A lot of background. Well, I, w- I want to say that I also work with this project, too. It was pretty cool to work with you. you oh, know? well, thank you, man. I appreciate that a lot. Growing up watching Jackass and stuff, I was probably in, like, middle school or something. Uh-huh. And just, it was, yeah, I definitely grew up, like, seeing you. Never thought I would get into entertainment or, like, YouTube, which is what I do now, and then having the chance to meet with you and then sit on the podcast. It's a pretty cool uh, experience, I would say. Yeah, I remember uh, when we were shooting at your compound, we were talking about the podcast. You said that you were thinking about starting one. Yeah, I'm still kind of thinking about it. Just need the bandwidth and the setup. You know, you got to build like a studio out like this. So, right. you know, a little bit of prep work, but yeah, I, I think, think uh, I would encourage you to do so. Um, <clears throat> so so uh, more more in the way of background, you, um, how old are you now? Uh, I'm 28. 28. Wow, yeah. I would even guess younger. But uh, but you went to university uh, with um, uh, a focus on engineering. Is that right? Yeah. So I got started my background at college. I went to uh, Carnegie Mellon University, mm. and then I did um, started at physics, and then switched over to computer engineering and robotics. Um, and then after that, I went to University of Pennsylvania to work on self-driving cars. Self-driving cars, man. Is that yep. something that's going to happen? I feel like it's. Uh, a black eye for Elon Musk, like all of the, the promising about like the, the self-driving and and all. It's just like, it's it's certainly not happened on the timeline that he seems to have promised, and it doesn't seem like is it ever going to happen? I think so. I don't think it's. I don't think we're that far away from it, and um, it's just the technology hasn't caught up to the data or something. No, and they're just not putting it out. We've the school that I went to back Carnegie Mellon made a minivan. Like an old retro, like purple minivan, drive the entire country down and back without having to ever touch the steering wheel in like 1989. Wow. You know, so, uh, you know, that's when computers were the size of like microwaves and stuff. But, and it, it's also fair to say that given the litigious, lawsuit friendly society, yeah, uh, that you can't go and, send people in cars without drivers and then mm-hmm. expect not to get your ass sued off if anything goes wrong. Yeah, definitely easing into it, but uh, Ford just came out with something called Blue Cruise, and it's full hands-off driving. So you, like, push a button, you take your feet off the pedals, hands off the steering wheel, and you just sit there, and it'll drive for you. Are you familiar with, like, Teslas? Yeah. I mean, is it better technology than the Teslas, or is it um, similar? Because with the Tesla, you have to kind of jilt the steering wheel. Yeah, it, no, it's better for sure, because, uh, so Liz has a Tesla Model X. It's better than Tesla. Yeah, and you type your, it kind of, it drives like a computer, whereas um, the ones for, like, Ford, and I haven't tried the ones for, like, Chevy and stuff, but they drive more like a human, like, it's, like, gentle, 
Like the Tesla will like speed up into a stop sign and then slam the brakes yeah. when it sees it. Like it's just doesn't really work that well in my opinion. E- Elon Musk said if you if you're standing by a on the sidewalk and you have a shirt that has a stop sign on it, it'll pick up the stop sign and stop the car, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> That's really funny. I've actually not heard that, but. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. But that uh yeah, that's interesting. And then and then also Ford's taking the model of um Tesla where they're getting rid of their car dealerships where you just go in and you buy the cars now. That's cool. I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. But with the whole uh be- being Did you inter- say that you're a Tesla driver? Yeah. And well, I ordered one, but I don't have it yet. Yeah, I'll never go back to another car. You like them? Unless it's like I want to get a vintage like 1980 like VW bus or something like that. Yeah. But I but I like the idea of um, <laughs> it's, it's getting a little warm in here, huh? It's getting a lot <laughs> fucking warm in here, Vinny, dude. I, I I'm not, no, it was working. Yeah, but it keeps turning off. All right, well I turned up. I opened up the door. It's fucking not okay to not have AC, and and maybe just buy a fucking new one, but just fucking fix it. <laughs> Dude, the yeah, air's coming we, in now. There we go. Please just kind of stand by. The last thing I want to be doing is talking about air conditioning during a, a podcast, but there you go, we did. Please don't make me have to talk about air conditioning anymore. <laughs> if there's any air uh, conditioning sponsors. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, so the engineering is pretty cool. When you look at something, you can... The, you could take it apart and like see how it works that's like pretty much the gist of what an engineer does yeah from a high level i would say so yeah and that's how you're able to like put a lambo with an rc car controller like you can cut it it was a mini cooper right we did a pt cruiser pt cruiser yeah and that yeah what gave you the idea to do that like how do you start figuring that out and connecting it to a controller Minus yeah. the blue. I mean, like, dude, it was so cool, man. And then you had already made YouTube videos out of this full-size like, yeah. remote control car, yeah? Yeah, like growing up and watching Mythbusters, they would do like crazy stuff with like uh, they remote control a car. They did it back in the day, too. And they would always go off and crash and stuff. But then, yeah, once I moved out and we were like, all right, we have another trip planned. We're going out to North Carolina. We have the space. Like, let's go buy like a cheap car and make it self-driving. So basically, you just need to have the... Self-driving um, remote, remote control? control. Remote control, right. yeah. So you just have to turn the wheel and then push two pedals. That's all That's all you need, right? So we just came up with two motors, one that would push the gas and one that would push the brake. You know, if you push, like, up on this, the joystick, it would just kind of go down and lift up and down, right? So you put an actuator for each pedal and then one for the steering wheel. And we built the whole thing in probably three hours. Just put it all together. Really? Yeah. Dude, it was pretty epic, dude. You got the, the like, the whole mechanics of like the pedals actually being pushed by like a you know mechanism like a that the steering yeah. wheel is actually being turned by yeah. like all these this robotics is probably the word for it right yeah it, we just did it with all off the shelf super cheap i think it was probably the cheapest self-driving car ever built at least that we could find on the internet like no one did it simpler and cheaper than we did yeah. Do you have any projects like that ongoing? I mean, I know that took you three hours, but are there any like, like week long or lifelong projects that you're like, like a Doc Brown in the lab, yeah. like constantly working on that you haven't shown the world yet? Um, are we gonna leave? I'm so 
sorry for that, guys. It's all good. I'm already fucking dead. I swear I think you're fucking killing it by closing the door. Just leave the goddamn door open. And don't fucking leave. Just make sure the fucking thing works. I'm, t- I'm turning into Winnebago Man over here. <laughs> What's Winnebago Man? This fucking guy that just rages all the time because... Yeah, even if the door's open, that's fine. But for the love of fucking God, don't go anywhere. Make sure... It's- I told you I throw an embarrassing temper tantrum in this episode. You could say I was fuming, but that's not always a bad thing because fume products are like one of the best ways to help you quit smoking cigarettes and vapes. What is it? It's this wooden inhaler and you put into it a core which is infused with natural oils which have been proven to help with cravings for nicotine. And the cores come in all these awesome flavors, cozy chai, black pepper, lemonberry bliss, cocoa mint, white cranberry, and uh, I've got peppermint in there right now. It's delicious. And even though I haven't had a cigarette in 14 years, I'm still enjoying it. And it's perfectly natural. It's There's nothing unhealthy about it. And with smoking and vaping, a big part of the addiction is just this hand-to-mouth fidgety busy work. And if you've got this to be doing the little fidgety busy work of smoking, then you're halfway home. And the oils that they use in these cores are proven to help with craving scientifically. And man, do I back this product because cigarettes, vape, it's all just disgusting. It just makes you look like a loser. And Fume is here to help you quit. So, Get 10% off your entire order by going to breathefume.com. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash Stevo. And again, you're going to get 10% off your order. And please do it because with the cigarettes and the vapes, it's just a bad look. So again, breathefume.com slash Devo for 10% off your entire order. And let's see how I do with the rest of this tantrum. Like, uh, whatever it is, man. Like, we can feel it when it's on. It's great. It's just not okay to not have AC. Alright, what, what were the fuck were we saying before? Because, like, Paul's gonna be like, oh, no, leave it in. It's great. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> 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 yeah, we were talking about like uh, anger management stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had a super stressful day too. On top of it, yeah. that feels great, Vinny. Just keep it like that. Um, Ser- yes, no, but, but, but just seriously, seriously, not like walk us back to where, where, where we're we were talking about the world's cheapest uh, RC, yeah, pretty much uh, the self driving. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so we built that. But yeah, you know, it's also a little bit of an interesting story. So it's pretty sketchy. I mean, it literally is like the cheapest. We built, we got the car for like two grand or fifteen hundred bucks. It's like a really ugly PT Cruiser, like red. Uh, but it drives really good. It's like you know, it's a nice car, but it's just nobody. It's undesirable, so it's cheap. So we started with a cheap car, and then we put cheap electronics in it, all off the shelf, all just plug and play, like hobby level stuff yeah. that was strong enough to push and pull on the pedals and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, made it so like the whole build process was just plywood, a couple screws, some zip ties, 
you know, whatever. But it worked really well. Probably the whole thing was like under three grand or something. Wow, dude. And it was literally a day. We had a, we planned like four days to put it together and we finished by lunch on the first day. How many views did you get on that video? Over a, a few million probably. Few million. Yeah. That's and, like uh, the norm? Yeah. Dude, yeah, pretty that's, norm. That's insane. How many subscribers do you have on YouTube? I uh, just hit nine million. Nine million. You're on the on the final stretch for the diamond plaque. Yeah, I'm excited. Never thought I'd get to ten, but we're right around the corner. So, anyways, yeah, you know, driving the car, you know, when no one's in it, and you're away. You know, it's like all fun and games. I think it goes fast. Like it goes 100 miles an hour. If you like push on the stick, it's like you know as fast as a regular car. And um, but you start to realize it's sketchy when you start like getting comfortable with it. You start sitting on the roof with the controller, or you yeah, know, you you're really driving people. a car. I like, mean, he, he, yeah, like we've, we've established for the listeners that we're talking about. There's an Easy Boy like sofa chair mounted on the roof, well, which yeah. you're sitting in while you're <laughs> remote control driving it. Yeah. So you're driving yourself around while you're sitting on the roof of the car in a Lazy Boy. Yeah. With a big old remote control, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And when we filmed this pilot. I was like introducing the pilot while sitting in the chair and they're just driving me around like a fucking asshole. Like, you yeah, know. I think we need it. There's a big story about this. I, I really want to tell in this. Um, you do or you don't? Really no, I do. Okay, I then do. let's yeah, go. It's great, man. I it's love great it. for, the, for this. Yeah, so for this, th- this project we're working on, uh, part of it was like, let's put a big fat like sofa chair up there. Yeah. So then someone would sit on there and it ended up being you. And then we're on the ground all safe with uh you know the controller ripping it and the we have this hit big 10 acre field so we're just ripping we're doing like 40 mile an hour passes you're was up, I, I was like, never going 40 miles an hour at least 35 40 damn i was yeah i got some like clips it. and it was like i'm looking at like how fast they're driving the car and i'm like dude this is so sketchy wow so so sketchy i don't feel like it was ever like particularly dangerous but i was strapped in huh? you were focused on the camera doing your yeah. thing you didn't have a clue and that's why the story <laughs> is so funny so yeah, we're driving it around. My friends got the controller and we're doing passes. They took it out the night before and they added a couple extra safeties, one of which was a garage door opener that when you <laughs> click the garage door opener, it turns the key off of the car uh-huh. as like a, an extra safety. And so, uh, you know, not really tested that much. We took it out the night and kind of ripped on it. And it was all good. But for you, you know, we're going a little bit more, a little bit faster. The showrunner's faster, hit harder, go, go. He's, he's, he's screaming at us. And I'm thinking like, I'm like sweating. I'm like seeing this thing. And if something happens, there's not a lot of time to react. And mind you, too, that like while they're uh, you know setting up the car for me to get on the roof, you've got like the the network legal department over there, like wait, no, he can't get in the control. He signs this, and and like there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes with with my entertainment lawyer, like signing off on the the waiver, and it was just like a high stress level thing. And I finally just fucking signed my life away, and then get onto the what yeah. he's talking about. <laughs> so we're doing these passes. You're doing lines. You're focused on the camera. I'm sweating watching my friend drive. He's the one that helped me build it, and. Uh, so there's like a couple problems with it where like if something like if it loses power or gets unplugged what happens is it doesn't just like come to a stop it just remembers the last command so if that's like 50% throttle and straight like it'll just do that and you won't have any connection and you'll just be off Wow! and so it's like sketchy and so we're, we're doing things and we're doing these passes where you're going like 40 miles an hour just ripping by us it's scary and Wendy's chasing the car yeah Wendy was chasing yeah. oh my gosh I <laughs> have Jesus. all this on camera too it's on one of my phones somewhere 
And so, anyways, we're going through, and we're doing a, we did like a really fast, high speed, like straight line, and then slam the brakes, and then turn right before the lake. Because they're trying to like jolt me, and so that yeah. like while I'm like delivering my lines in the chair, like it's supposed to be like, blah, blah, you know, like to make it funny. And and you're just saying your lines, you don't even know how fast you're going. I oh mean, yeah, and it's like, yeah, pretty much. And so, anyways, we're driving it, and there's like. Three sides are all trees, so you're going to hit big trees if you were to go off bounds that way or go into the lake after a big hill. And uh, so, yeah, we did a really fast pass and slammed the brakes and then turned. And then as we came back, we did like a kind of like another turn and then the car just lost power. And so it's spinning in a circle at maybe 10, 15 miles an hour and just going like this. And we're doing the controllers. We're going through the safety protocol. Nothing's working. And so... You know, you're still doing lines. You're just going in like a big circle like this, just around and around with your feet hanging off the side. And I'm like, we're just lucky the wheels were turned. Otherwise, you would have been into a tree. (laughs) And so we shout to Bob, who's, you know, an old dude. And we're like, you know, because he he was the stunt coordinator guy. The stunt coordinator. He had the final safety, which is that garage door opener that we put in the night before. And so he, you know, we're shouting to him and he's like 30 feet behind us in conversation. And he like looks up, pulls it out of his pocket, you know, pulls the antenna and then hits the button and that kills the switch. And then it comes to a stop and you're like, oh, I guess we're done. And you hop off. And I'm thinking like, dude, if those wheels were in a straight line, you would have been into a tree. Yeah, And And you're strapped in. And And you're strapped in. And if it was uh, set at like 50 miles an hour instead of 15. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the first pass right before it came unplugged was like 40 miles an hour straight for a steep hill into the lake. And I'm like, I don't know if you're walking away from that. And I, that was really scary. So luckily, so we tell that story from time to time. And it's something that was so stressful, but like it went so wrong and right at yeah. the same time. It was all good. It made for great footage. Nobody even knew anything went wrong. And meanwhile, me and my two friends who <laughs> built the thing are sitting there sweating. Like, dude, we almost killed him. Yeah, know, fuck, and- dude. If your entertainment lawyer is listening to this right now, he's like, see, I told you, <laughs> always wait. Well, right. right. Um, the, uh, in my heart, I, I feel that if it was going like 50 miles an hour toward the tree, that uh, it would have just been dope footage. And I would have like, I, I would have like dove off, jumped off of it, you know, and, and like tuck and roll or something. Tuck and roll. At 50. Know. I mean, like I don't 50, know. Yeah. Like, he, said, <laughs> he said we were going 30 miles an hour, 35. So, yeah, like, call it fast. that. Yeah. If yeah, that's you, where we were going, then then that's what it could have been. Yeah, you jumped out of it. How, how fast was the plane going when you jumped out of it? 40 miles easy. Jeez. Oh, that's... I thought it'd be going way faster. I know. It was just one of these little water world, like, uh, sea glider aircrafts. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, man. So, do you have any... Uh, like we were talking about earlier, the projects that you're working on that like that haunt you at night to go to sleep that yeah. you're constantly working on. There's actually one, and I filmed it yesterday uh, before I flew out here. And did you finish it? Yeah. How long did it take you to do? So I I kind of had a shortcut on this one. So the idea was to like get a car, waterproof it all, like the engine and everything, so you can drive it underwater wearing a scuba tank and drive under the bottom of a lake. Well, it, shit, it, it would yeah. have to have a snorkel, right? It would like need a snorkel. snorkel. Yeah, it would need some kind of like way to get air. Probably a snorkel. But in a car would do that. Yeah, so like, like a Land Cruiser with the big L that comes up, like the exhaust. Yeah, and you know some cars can like take on water a bit, but like I want to go completely submerged underwater, like ten feet deep, and need like a scuba mask while you're sitting in the driver's seat, breathing air and driving underwater. That's cool as fuck. So you filmed that yesterday. We filmed that yesterday. You, wow. Yeah. How long did it take you to do? So someone built this car already, and it's actually like an old military Hummer. 
Yeah, it's crazy. So we filmed. I don't know if the video's live when we posted. So, this, so did you just rent the existing Hummer, or are you being just like this fucking obnoxiously wealthy it. YouTuber? You bought it? No, <laughs> it was a zero dollar budget. So my friend that uh, <laughs> that we met for this project happened to have this Hummer that he waterproofed. Okay, cool. And it's got tank treads Dude, on it. Dude, that's the greatest thing about Carter. Not only is he, like, just the most fascinating, like, tenacious, just, like, unbelievably creative guy. Yeah. Like, all of his buddies are the same way. Like, we, when we filmed this project, we had his buddy, who was the the Green Goblin in the last oh Spider-Man movie, because he, he built uh, this self-flying machine where he's just standing on a bunch of, like, drones, effectively, like, built together. And it's like a, a hovercraft. He's, like, got his own remote control and he's flying around yeah we're hanging out with him he's flying around the property on his he's no fucking, big deal yeah it's like the, yeah. Gr the green goblin flyer machine those are his buddies in like the 20s like mine were like putting mushrooms in my burrito like ha ha <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so here's a clip of the hummer from yesterday oh wow so we're, we're in here we got the jet ski in front of us i'll just show you this what are you guys looking at for the for the people listening so, so now, now, what's your upload schedule like on YouTube? Are you in a situation where you filmed this yesterday and it's already out, or like when no, is this not come quite. This will come out next week. Okay, probably next Saturday. Yeah, and so. I, I think uh, it's very safe to say that this podcast will have already, or it will not have yet come out. That will come out. Okay, so then it's out. live on my channel if you guys want to check it live out. Live on Carter Sharer's channel and YouTube.com yep. slash Carter Sharer. Yep. Brilliant. Driving underwater, um, something like that. I'm dying to know. Uh, have you heard anything from the producers that we filmed that project with? Uh, well, I saw the, you know, the pilot that came out. Dude, I saw an early cut of it. With like, when, when did you see uh like the? I assume it was like the final. They have they submitted feedback. it? I don't know. It's been a while. I thought we would have heard back by now. I know. But it took I'm for a while. I'm a little while. bit indignant. I'm like, what, like. How are you going to not tell us what's going on? Yeah. And then I think my next thought is, well, I'm, thank God I'm, I'm busy enough that I'm not, like, sitting by the phone waiting for it to ring. So, like, I kind of, like, I'm grateful that I don't care too much. Yeah. But it would be nice. I feel like it would be a nice courtesy if they would reach out and give us some updates. They're probably listening. They're <laughs> <laughs> probably listening, yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Give us a shout-out. No worries. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. What am I, like, a fucking asshole? <laughs> you know, oh, dude, like Dave England said on the Jackass thread, he goes, I must be a mushroom because they uh, fucking keep me in the dark and keep feeding me shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. So what are, you, what are you doing out in L.A.? So I'm here for, like, three days. Three days? Yep. We shot a Snapchat show this morning. Cool. Well, Liz did. I was just there to help her out. Um, and the people that you showed up with, those that's your that's production crew? Yeah, that's my girlfriend, girlfriend Liz, and then our uh, videographer. Yeah, so we shot this morning with the D'Amelio sisters, Charlie D'Amelio and Dixie, and it was like this whole Snapchat production. That was uh, like super early morning, but yeah. We did that, and then we're doing this. Yeah, it's super other... cool that we, this was just like a last-minute thing. And I'm so, so glad we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Can you, you can't talk about what you're doing yet, can you? For the Snapchat For the, yeah. thing, I probably can't talk on it now. I, yeah. I'm interested by this because um, because uh, I've got a Snapchat programming deal. Oh yeah. And it's really just uh, an exercise in, in recycling and repurposing existing content that I've put on YouTube. Okay. But you're but you're filming original stuff oh, that yeah. doesn't live on YouTube exclusively for Snapchat? 
Yeah, well, this isn't really my like project at all. Uh, okay. This was like a, a guest for the one the one of the episodes. Okay. But yeah, it's this huge production. It's all put on by Snapchat. Dude, it's amazing how Snapchat has uh, endured and survived. Like you would think that when Instagram started doing stories and 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 Facebook started doing stories, that like their model got stolen and that like they would become somehow obsolete. But Snapchat mm-hmm. is alive and well. They're putting a lot of money into stuff. I can tell you that much. I mean, it, it's, yeah. un- it's unbelievable. But TikTok's kind of just taking over everything. I, I, I know, dude. And, like, how do people have the time to go bouncing back and forth? Between I all think they these- start to... All the people that were on Facebook, like, you know, five, ten years ago, <clears throat> like, my mom's just getting involved in Instagram. You know? And everybody yeah. that's been in Instagram is going over to TikTok. And I feel like, you know, there's still some people that... A brand is new to it, Facebook. Is Facebook dipping at all? And mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, they are. They lost like seventy percent of their share. That's why I think they're working on the metaverse because you got to. What are you? What are you going to do? Was the metaverse not like somehow like tied to crypto in some sense? Or am I? Just I think tripping? it's a currency that you. Yeah, I mean, you would know more. Yeah, where, where are you at with crypto? What do you think about all that? I think crypto is good. I don't know a whole lot about like Are the you future. In? Yeah, yeah. But I think like you're gonna be able to have, like the whole metaverse is gonna be built on. I mean, what what's the technology behind the metaverse? It's, it's I think blockchain. It's, blockchain yeah. is something different. I don't know. I know there's a lot of like video games that are coming <clears> out that are, like incorporate a lot of like different forms of crypto. Yeah, like people are making money off video games now with crypto. So like if you win a level, you get money. Or if yeah, you're, or like you can buy... Like Pokemon cards, but like you're battling each other on... Or it's like NFTs and stuff like that. Like you yeah. can buy like a car, like in GTA or some game, and then you can rent that car to other players, which yeah. is just crazy. I just don't understand why that wouldn't be... I mean, they're saying the next, the next push, the uh, crypto is going to be the 12th sector of the S&P 500. I mean, I don't even know. But I think I've already decided to let Paul keep all that in and uh, to thank Vinny for keeping that AC running. So thank you, Vinny, dog. You're killing it out there. He hasn't taken, <laughs> he hasn't taken his eyes off that fucking... <laughs> I know. I got real... I mean, it got hot in here real bad. Yeah, dude, I think if anybody was in that van, they would agree. It was hot, like real bad. But let me tell you about when it gets hot real good. It's when I take my Blue Chew tablets, baby. And what are they? Well, they're delicious, chewable tablets with the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis. Yeah, plus, they cost only a fraction of the price. And proven to give you a mean boner. That's what it's all about, baby. You know, you chew your Blue Chew tablets about a half hour later. Ready to take your girl to bone town, pound town. That's right. And that's what happens, man, when I chew my Bluetooth tablets. I have never let Lux down. I have always gone to war with her vagina. That's right. And I love it. And it is so easy to get your Bluetooth tablets because when you go to bluetooth.com, you can consult with the medical provider online. Very quick, very easy. That takes care of your prescription. And if you use the promo code Stevo, you get an entire month's supply of Bluetooth tablets completely for free. All you have to pay is five bucks for shipping. Now, if you've ever wondered 
Are Bluetooth tablets a lot of fun? I can assure you the answer is yes. I have a ton of fun with them. Um, I love it. So I think you're going to love it too. That's why it's time for you to head on over to bluechew.com and use the promo code Stevo for an entire month's supply of Bluetooth tablets and all you got to pay is five bucks for shipping. Just saying. Now, let's get back to it. Real fast. Real hot. I thought I thought it was just missing me and getting you guys and like no. I had to take my glasses off because they're fogging up. It was so hot. No, dude. Like like I I'm gonna give myself a break for for getting grumpy because it was that hot and now Vinny's it feels great water. because Vinny's killing it. <laughs> Ice cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how do you like LA? Where Where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up near DC. DC. Yeah, Northern Virginia. So not too far from where Northern Virginia. Uh, it was called Oakton. Is that near McLean, Virginia? It's really close to McLean, yeah. Because cool. we saw you in D.C. last yeah. time we were at the show, right? Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. Yeah, we met at the show. I was I was actually at my new place in North Carolina, which is only four hours away. So we drove up to that one, stayed at my parents' place, went into D.C. Yeah. You, you had to schlep over to your parents' condo? Yeah. From your, from your mansion? <laughs> no, my parents have a house, too. <laughs> wait, wait, what do your parents do? Um, my dad's a patent attorney. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. man. is a dream come true. Does that yeah. not, like, just <laughs> fit in magically? Is that, like, did that inform what the game plan? No, you came into the fucking project late. And it just so happened to be that your dad was a patent attorney? Yeah. I, when you texted me that it was about, like, inventions and patents and stuff, I was like, dude, this is, like, for me. Dude. And that's yeah. what got you into inventing stuff that's because the like, hardest part about inventing is like patenting your idea. Yeah, like growing up with my dad, I was, I think he was probably a big part of like why I wanted to like invent or like build or stuff like that. Yeah, so him being like a, you know, an, a, an IP lawyer, it was definitely kind of me, I guess, probably inspired that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, that's dude. That's super cool. The, the coincidence of that is like really, really like striking, like almost beyond like, coincidence yeah it was kind of crazy because we met at dc in that show and then it was only like a few weeks later you texted me this thing i think it was a little more than a few weeks but who cares i mean it's just it was pretty it's quick just, it's, it's unbelievable because these guys yeah. were you know the the people from this project were like oh do you have anybody in mind i'm like oh well if we're talking about a show about crazy inventions and patents and building yeah. like a, I'm this guy carter share builds all kinds of shit yeah unbelievable what was your, uh, in, like, in engineer school, like, your, your final project, what did you build in school? Do you have we to build something crazy or elaborate? Like a thesis? Yeah. yeah. No, our school wasn't set up that way. Um, but, yeah, some things that I built in college. Um, built, like, you know, lots of little different robots. One was, like, a, a little robot arm that held a pen, and it could draw, like, pictures and write stuff. Jesus. So that was, so like, you, one. So you could program... Like what it's gonna draw and it draws it perfect. Yeah, basically. So like I built like a like a paint program on the computer, so you can just you know write and draw what you want like with the mouse, and then you can click print, and then it'll just the robot will just do what you did, and just <coughs> write it on paper. But when you graduated college, what'd you want to do? I mean, I'm sure you didn't see yourself doing a YouTube channel. No, and... definitely not. YouTube didn't come until a little bit after. But um, yeah, in college, I was just thinking I'd probably work at like Uber or Tesla, really or something like that. Fuck man, yeah. How many He's like, how when in college, I, I thought I just thought maybe I'll just you know be like a, an engineer for Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no biggie. Yeah. yeah, 
had no idea that I'd become a, a global phenomenon on YouTube. Where do you compare yourself? Uh, maybe it's not fair to frame it like that, but uh, how much do you relate or feel like a, a colleague to the guy Colin Furs? Oh, yeah, dude. I used to watch him a lot. That guy's badass. Yeah, I he's mean, crazy. You guys kind of have very similar vibes in the content that you create. Is that fair to say? Definitely, yeah. Um, my channel hasn't really been all about like building stuff. Um, I mean, that's kind of like where my passion and stuff started. And early on, my videos would be about trying to build as much as I could, but they just take so long. So I found some easier, other, like some other avenues to get into, like more challenge-based and experience stuff but i still do build a lot of stuff um but and yeah you Collins, upload like a crazy volume right yeah like it's high volume videos, three videos a week yeah well i mean when i first started it was five videos a week for a year and then it went down to like three for a while and it's been two a week for uh the last Man. couple so it's been yeah i probably put over a thousand videos like it's a lot, yeah, tons it's, of videos. It's crazy, and, and hence the fucking the Lamborghini and the the what's the the really old luxury car? It's a uh, the Countach, the that, Lamborghini Countach. Okay, yeah, so crazy. How many dude. cars do you have? A lot. I don't know. A lot. Yeah, I do a have a lot. lot. He's got a yeah. lot. Like, what do you mean a lot? Ten, fifty? Yeah, probably under fifty. It's probably like way over ten, over way 10. under fifty. What, yeah. what, 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 just whatever you you like. Fuck, I want that car. You get it, or he, yeah. he's got, he's got, <laughs> he's got like, like his property is littered with like airplane hangers, basically like big yeah. gigantic really? warehouse for storing cars. Yeah, one of the, well, on the <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking rad. It's yeah, incredible. the listing for it said it had a garage for two hundred and fifty cars. And you're gonna get that goal. And I was like. That can't be right. And then I toured the property, you know, like a couple weeks later or something. And yeah, it had has thirty thousand square feet of garage. Got like a man-made lake that that uh, he keeps dye in it to to like choose the color of the lake and like. Yeah, we got jet skis. We have a boat. We go wakeboarding. You keep dyeing it just because you want the lake blue sometimes or green or. Yeah, I mean that's a bougie way to put it, I guess. But yeah, we have this like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> there you go. I think she likes me. Yeah, so we have this like lake. It wraps around the house. So the driveway is this long driveway with a bridge over the water to get to the house. And um, yeah, I want the water to look nice, so we put dye in it. And so it's like bright blue and pretty, but it's also very healthy for the lake. It's all organic. It helps like the sun penetration for like the algae growth and things. Oh, really? Yeah. It's recommended. So it's not as crazy as like people never like hear about that. Yeah. But yeah, lots, lots of lakes have dye in it. Keep and healthy. You you had just recently purchased this property in North Carolina at the point when mm -hmm. uh, when we were there, right? S yeah, super recent. So so that uh, represented your move from North Virginia to North Carolina. No, I was out here actually. I was uh, in um, yeah, living in Bel Air. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> you kid, he's got all the. He's like a young Bruce Wayne, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude he's exactly. handsome. He's like you know smart. He's he's in his lab like building things and then he goes it, out and fights crime at night dude, most impressive kid ever dude it's just so rad yeah what was the first car you bought when uh when you made your money like uh were you like i have to have that or did it just kind of start yeah no we did so me and my brother started and we were living at my parents house and uh we were working on the same channel together and the first car we bought was a, a lamborghini the first car you bought was a lamborghini yep. the countach no it was a lime green lamborghini gallardo 
Yeah, the the Countach is like uh, like an antique, like yeah, yeah. Know, like some kind of like old nineteen sixties dealers. Yeah. The green Lamborghini is like fresh and and badass and like you know. Yeah, I went to this guy's house. Um, he, he invented the uh, like the ear piercing gun, like in the seventies. Really? Wow. And uh, he and and he did all like the do it yourself waxing kits in Walmart in the eighties, and like he made his money. And him and Jay Leno are neck and neck for the the most cars. And really? so he would fly in and be like, "Oh, I was uh, I was doing recreating a race from the twenties with the du- I have a Duesenberg, and this other guy had the same Duesenberg, and we recreated a race." And so I went to his house in Malibu, and he had a separate house just for his all of his cars. Yeah, well, that's next level right there. And then and then he has a house in Manhattan that's another house that. It's it's actually not a house, but the whole front opens up, and it's like he's got Countach, and like, did you see his Countach? And like, which one? Like seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, all the years. And really? Like, it's it's wild. That's next. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a few nice cars, you know, a couple of Lambos and stuff, but yeah, not all the cars I collect are super expensive. I buy a lot of just like I try to buy really interesting cars. Do you ever invent something for market to get it into the retail space? Do you ever think about doing something like that? I have, but it's a lot of work um, to do all that. So, is that something that would be? Uh, no, you just like create a- one. You get a rapid prototyping, figure out how it's made, and then you, and then you well, sell it to a company. And I mean, your dad. The hardest exactly. part is getting the patent. It would be it would be a father and son bonding project that you guys have fun yeah, putting together on your yeah. own. I mean, it would be fun. Um, like I mean, like a back scratcher that you're just like, or something that like I'm sure you thought about like constantly problems to solve. Right, but but then again, on the other hand, like almost without fail, if you think of like something that would be a dope invention and then Google it, like it's been invented. Is it fair to say that that's the truth? I think inventing things is really hard, and I don't really think that's like the best efficient way to like be successful. Right. You know, you don't have to you don't have to reinvent the wheel, and you know. this guy went around and he and he grabbed a guitar pick. His whole role is to go around like Walmart or any stores, and he goes, "I can change that by thirty percent." So he got guitar picks. He put mouse ears on them and sold them to Disney. He pat. They got the light like. So he does shit like that all day. Wow. Oh, there's a mop handle. Well, I can make a mop handle that's an L shaped and. Th- like that's his that's whole like, deal. He's like he's like the cocksucker that just puts an S on the word in the Scrabble. <laughs> what is that? Is somebody did. <laughs> it's like oh yeah yeah during the game. Just adding yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Uh, bad analogy. So uh, so you your your girl Liz, mm-hmm. um, also a huge YouTuber, also uh, part of the project that that we were working on, which fingers crossed sees the light of day. Um, how long have you guys been together? We've known each other since uh, since college. Okay. Yeah. So it's been, I don't know, probably like eight years. I think we met like freshman year. Wow. Early. So you guys were friends first, and then you got in a relationship. Yeah, we were both on the swim team. So we met like first week of the first year, you know, first semester. And uh, yeah, just we're kind of close because of swimming. Was it love at first sight for you? <laughs> uh I don't know my first memory of seeing her. I'm sure it was just like, you know, a whole group of people. I don't know. You roll up to college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we hit it off pretty quick. I mean, we definitely like, we're friends pretty quickly right out after meeting. Do you guys swim together now? No. Do you still swim laps and keep in shape? Uh, I don't really swim much, no. What What was your uh, event? I did uh, sprint freestyle and butterfly. How far? 
like as short as possible. 50 meters? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like 50 or 100s. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play water polo, and then I, I, I swam once, and I did one event, it was a 1,000 meter, and I came in dead last. 1,000, okay. That's a long one. It's fucking the worst. Yeah, that's what Liz did. She was doing like 1650 in the 500. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Scott and I did a triathlon together. Yeah. And uh, I was terrified of the swimming, and he was terrified of the bicycle. But, and dude, you actually did better than me in both. Oh, did I? <laughs> this guy, like, I'm, I'm swimming every day, and I'm, and I'm, like, trying to ride bikes to keep me on and I can run, and, dude, this guy smoked me. Yeah? I didn't remember that I beat you in the swimming. Maybe you caught up your time on the, uh, on the bike, but I suck at bikes. Yeah, I, I do well with, with cycling. Cycling. I, I enjoy cycling. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you do all day just in general? Do you have like a routine? Um Do you work out? Do you Yeah, I work out. Yeah, I try to be active. Um but yeah, most of it is honestly it's just content. Content. Just, just a yeah. lot of content. It's on the forefront of your mind. Pretty much, yeah. Because I have a... I'm growing the team, I'm trying to build out like infrastructure. I'm trying to build out like studio space and office space. Um, what do you do uh, for merchandise? Is that a big part of your business? Yeah, it's not a huge part, but it's something that we do and we're working on growing that too. Um, it just takes a ton and ton of promotion. You just got to constantly push it. But yeah, we have a lot of different like t shirts, sweatshirts, uh, we have like custom plushies, um, all that kind of stuff. That's cool, man. Yeah. How many how many people do you have on your team? Uh, I have about like ten. And those are all like employees of yours. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they all live on the compound in North Carolina. No, but they all live um, around. A couple live with me, but most people live um, at their own place. Yeah. Right. Would they say you're an easygoing boss? Or are you pretty? I like, don't know. You, or do you drive the? You know. It's a lot of people to, you know, like manage and like coordinate with the content and stuff. But yeah, I think it's pretty laid back. I have trouble picturing him like yelling the way I was earlier. <laughs> yeah. But you never know. I mean, like, like some people have a passion for what they do and it's like, that's the only thing that matters. And it's like, well, I don't yeah. care. Get your fucking ass over here. You know, like. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes it could be like that a little you bit. Think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep it fun because that's kind of the goal is just to have fun. Uh, but yeah, lots of stress sometimes. For sure. Yeah. A thousand videos. I would say so. And yeah. how many years? I started, like, my first ever was probably uploaded in, like, 2016. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of videos. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, I, uh, on my main channel, am uploading every two weeks right now, and I'm like, man, dude, I should really do, I should just do a video every week. I'm like, oh, it's so intimidating. And that's one video a week. Yeah. I've kind of been at one video a week and it's just like, still feels really fast. Yeah. It's I early. mean, dude, but people don't realize how busy you actually are. I yeah. mean, if you told, I mean, you probably have a video coming out soon, but like just the last four days that you've had with Michael that, that flew in. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that'll be a video. Like, yeah, but I mean, he but he was just like, I can't believe how busy you guys are because you were doing all that. Meanwhile, there's business to attend to. Oh yeah, we got for podcasts sure. going on. You know, what I mean? it's just, it's it's fucking crazy. Like, and and for me, I go back and forth between being on tour, like on my tour bus. Oh, and by the way, did I, did I send you a video of how I got that motion sensor to work? No, did you get it? Oh damn! <laughs> what what a cocksucker I am. We we ordered the thing like on on my tour bus. It's uh. The bus is wrapped with Stevo art, and so like it kind of draws a lot of attention, and people are banging on the bus all the time, and it gets to be quite a bit. So I, I wanted to get 
a custom-made light-up sign that says, it's not okay to knock. Please do not disturb. And then uh, we, we, we got it, and we built in a, a light switch, but it just didn't make sense to keep it on all night. And I thought, oh, my God, how rad would it be if like it had a motion sensor so when people walk up to the bus like as they just kind of get close to the door then the the light turns on and says you know to to illuminate it's not okay to knock please don't disturb so my first i first thought just reach out to carter hey man can can i get emotions and you sent me a, an amazon link to a motion sensor but yeah. it but uh that one was um it said that like not suitable for uh, high temperature. Like this is for any indoor setting, and mm. we're like in the middle of like blazing triple yeah. digit weather, like uh, Mississippi in the summertime. So I just went to Home Depot and I got an outdoor one and uh, wired it through the door, and dude, it works brilliantly. That's awesome. I love it. And then I took it from that, and then I got like uh, motion sensor floodlights with cameras that kick on when there's motion on every single corner of the bus on <laughs> wow. top of. You got it on lockdown now. Yeah. You People know what? still come up. Candidly, I had just seen um, on TMZ that uh, the Machine Gun Kelly's tour bus got, like, horribly vandalized with spray really? paint. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'd really like to have, like, floodlights and cameras turn on when anybody approaches this bus. Like, I'm not trying to get that kind of treatment. <laughs> Does that yeah. happen in, like, every city? I'm not, I've not heard of it. Um, but but it's just people knocking, yeah. yeah. People knocking, like vandalizing the bus. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah but, people always knock right where the sign says "Do not knock." I know. And like, were you on the bus when uh, when they're they're knocking? And now now because we've got the the floodlights with the cameras, we can actually just flip on the app and talk to them, <laughs> like uh, with the microphone. So. so we got That's like good. it's got a speaker yeah. and a microphone That's too. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you should put a sign that says like "Do not knock" or a thing will come out and hit you in the face, and then be like, "Well, you knocked." I know, but dude, people think will about, the shit th out of you. Think about how many people ask me to kick them in the nuts. You don't think that that would just make a line of people fucking <laughs> like knocking so that something can hit them in the nuts? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty yeah. epic, though. <laughs> and you can just get all those on camera. Yeah, I mean, dude, that was another thing. The guy who made the sign, I, I sent him a video of, like, how the motion sensor works. And he goes, oh, dude, you should have the motion sensor set up to a camera and a foghorn so that when yeah. people come in, when they get so close to the door, it's like, Bang! and then just, the camera films them, like, jumping out of their shoes scared. Yeah, that's funny. A mace or a taser comes out. Do, yeah. you, do you have a hard out at... Uh, you have to be somewhere at what time? He's got a 4.30 meeting, as I understand yeah. Okay, it. so you, you, okay, we still have time. Yeah. I, just, I thought it was at 4. Yeah, no, we're, we're doing pretty good. Dude, I'm going to be so embarrassed of my uh, Winnebago man screaming about the air conditioner. No, we can cut it out. I don't care. Fuck it, dude. Uh, You're like, you go ahead and me. cut it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't... It, 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 it wasn't flattering. It, it wasn't how you normally act. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't how you normally get mad. <laughs> oh, it was worse? Uh, yeah, you're pretty pissed. <laughs> and, and it wasn't even Vinny's fault. Like, I mean, it, sure, it sucked, but, like, you just took, like... Definitely wasn't Vinny's fault. You just took, like, seven different problems and just put it right on Vinny, like, yeah. throughout the day. So yeah. that's why... And I he mean, didn't deserve that. I mean, it's... Vin, Vin, Vinny, Vinny uh, is a ride or die, dude. I can call him middle of the night, you know? Dude, he went to San Diego twice in one day. You know what we could do? We could... <laughs> Twice in a day. Yeah. And, and on the, the way here, he sat in traffic for four hours, and then Steve was like, hey, we need you to set up the podcast again. He's like, dude, I'm there. Really? Yeah. Dude. I mean, did you call wow. Vinny at, at 
four in the morning, you know, and and ask him if he's willing to work right now, and he'll be like, "Dude, I'm sorry, I was asleep." <laughs> <laughs> we could he's, just, put... he's just a rad bro, and he's dedicated to the team, and that's why I want to keep in me looking like an asshole, so I can give Vinny love. All right, cool. Uh, or maybe we can put it on Steve Raw. <laughs> yeah, the explicit content. I mean, whatever, dude. That's awesome. I like to be accountable, man. I'm generally not a jerk, so. You know, if I if I acted like one, let me let me uh, put it out there. So what's the plan the rest of the day? You're gonna go film some more stuff, and then what? He's do you got do? A, t- a top secret meeting for high level business to make even more millions of dollars. That would be dope. Yeah, millions of dollars. Yeah, no, yeah. You're not even denying it. I mean, that would be the dr- the dream. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll yeah. just meet with some friends. Um, but yeah, the goal for the rest of the day, yeah, it's kind of chill after that. Probably go to a fancy ass bougie restaurant. Go, go to Nobu <laughs> and it takes a fucking Lamborghini Countach to your private jet. Here's here's a question that you don't have to answer, but you've absolutely made over a million dollars in a single month before. In a single month? Yeah. On ads. I mean, what just mm-hmm. on ads? Just, just, just total revenue, like one month, month over a million bucks. I don't think so. Oh no. Hmm. It's all about the slow and steady. <laughs> yeah, nice. Slow and steady. Yeah. I like that. No, I don't think I did a million dollars in a month. I know. That's where we're, that's, that's where, big. That's where we need to get to is where slow and steady is a million dollars every month. A million dollars every <laughs> month. Yeah, that's a good slow and steady. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're very ad friendly because you've appealed to like all audiences. Yeah. Yeah, the, the air just went off. <laughs> I know, the air just went off, and I'm not like, even. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not Vinny's fault, but dude, we we might have fun going to Home Depot to buy a new air conditioner. That thing's done us right for two goddamn years now. We might have fun. Yeah, I all Amazon some shit over. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, do you have a, an Amazon addiction? Uh, I order a lot of stuff from Amazon. Dude, it's yeah, so like much way fun, too much. Huh? Yeah, way too much. Yeah. And then when it shows up, you have no idea what it was. So it's yeah, like you opening. forget. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> opening, it's like Christmas. That's what Every a quality day. problem to have. Wait, yeah, because yeah, cause I spend like, you know, over about half my time on tour and half my time at home. So like when I'm on tour... Uh, it's just this blistering pace of like, you know, show every day and like, you know, all the content creation happening because I've got my, my, uh, editor with me on the road and like, we're doing all this business and all this like crazy stuff. And then I get to a point where I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to go home. And I come home and it's just this blistering pace of everything else. Like, uh, it's gnarly. Like, yeah, it seems like you're crazy busy. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Life is fun, man. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, uh, I I I I fear the day when I'm not crazy busy. Yeah, I think I thrive with uh, a hectic schedule. Yeah, I don't think you've ever maybe in the first year or two like you had downtime, but like I don't think so, dude. Since yeah. I've known you, we recently went on a vacation to Hawaii, and it drove me nuts. You know what? You know, it was like five days we were gone. Yeah, you, you know what he learned from his vacation? What's that? That he never wants to take a vacation another day in his life. That's funny. I, I was like, dude, relaxing stresses me out. <laughs> like, I literally had the same experience. He was like, what's too. the point of yeah. doing this? And I was like, I thought he was just venting. And he's like, no, seriously, what is the point that we're here? Yeah, we just went, like, we just flew. And I, I hate airports. I hate airplanes. And we got on, we went to an airport to get on an airplane to, like, fly all the way to Hawaii so that, and paid for it, by the way, so that we could not 
accomplish. We're like, wait a second. The goal is to not accomplish anything. We're out here like trying to like not work. I think like the idea of radical self care, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just de stressing and enjoying life and st- and you you got you rescued a dog. Yeah, we that that was the, that, that that was the best thing. We like we we drove past this uh, humane society shelter and 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 uh, the first time I was like, hey, let's pull over and let's play with some dogs. And and my girl and Scott and said nah. And then the second time there's like nah. And then the third time I I talked him into it. And uh, yeah, that's and, the thing that people don't realize. Like like uh, off camera, that's all you wanted to do was go to this animal shelter and play with dogs. Like that's the real you. Yeah, like, that, that seemed to made you happy for like the whole day. Uh, oh, dude, that's all. That's all I wanted to do. And then when and then when we went there, it was like, oh, damn it, we 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 got a dog. We adopted another dog. You knew it was coming. I loved it. You got it. They had it. They had it set up too, so that they um, uh, even free of charge would ship the dog to the mainland of USA really? to wherever you want. They had a whole wow. map. They had, a, they had a, uh, at that Humane Society, and it was the, the Kauai Humane Society. They had a whole wall that was just a map of America with pins for where they've like shipped dogs to, to forever homes. And it was just littered with pins. They're like, yeah, we've got it set up with uh, like the air, the airline or, you know, whatever. Like, so yeah, no problem. Well, just, just pick up your dog at the airport when wow. sometimes they can put, put the dog on the same flight as they would, they would have, except we went over to Maui. But yeah, it's rad, dude. It's rad. Which uh, dog was that? That was Lucy. The one that, that your girl picked up when we were inside the oh, house, yeah? the black and From white Hawaii. dog. Yeah. That's and her name is Lucy Lahui. Yeah. Because we flew into the Lahui Airport. That's awesome. And Lahui is a city in Kauai. When you when you thought you lost Burn this last week. Oh God, the worst. But did you think about how soon can you rescue another one? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> that was the second thought. That I'm, I'm already thinking about rescuing another dog. And, and and who cares if it's the fifth dog? Because it's really on my conscience that Wendy is. Um, she just doesn't like the tour bus. She doesn't like the tour bus, and I bring her with me on tour everywhere. And I'm like, man, what am I, what am I doing? You know, I should just get another dog that loves being on the bus. Oh wow! How are you gonna sleep at night though? With uh, a without, dog. Without Wendy. <laughs> right. I mean. But you it, love sleeping with Wendy. It, it'll bum me out to not have Wendy, but it it's, it bums me out almost more that like when the bus is driving that she's like visibly uncomfortable. It's not cool, man. I don't want to be. I don't want to do that to her anymore. All right. Well, how soon are you gonna get a dog? Are you gonna get one on the road? Do you have you planned this? What do you? I mean, dude. Maybe what I'll do. I, I was telling Lux like uh, that. I, I I was thinking about going on this next leg without Wendy. This is so funny. We've got a great yeah. guest, Carter Sherry. I haven't looked at him for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Do you have pets at your place? Yeah, Liz's got two dogs and five chickens. Oh, dude, chickens. Any roosters? No. Yeah. They're all hens. You know, I, I'm surprised with all those acres, you don't have, like, horses and cows. And... No. Give him a, give him a, give him a beat. Don't. He just moved there. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get animals, though. Too much work. You're going to have kids? I don't know, man. That's a that's a big question, I think. Is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's twenty eight years old. What are you gonna do? Have kids? Yeah, because you're 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 uh you're not gonna get kids. I, right? I'm I'm snipped, dude. That's I, right. I am uh, I'm fully fucking snipped. I'm down to have kids. Yeah, I think so. I don't get it. I I do not understand. What having kids? Yeah, I just don't get it. I think that the world is uh. 
is slipping, man. You know, like it's uh, like the whole rich getting richer and poor getting poorer thing. Like to create a person to struggle and and you know have all the odds against them. You know, like it, I, I think with the, like in L.A. it's like that. Like in North, he's like, dude, I have 111 acres. He's like gets out of his house he's yawning his lake's a different color you know it's like (laughs) i think life's for us in la life's hard because we're just on a such a fucking grind and then we're on a gnarly grind there's a lot of homeless everywhere so it's like getting in your head but if you lived in arizona you'd be like you know fuck dude the desert's beautiful there's a lot of space my experience Mm. of touring america on the tour bus is like stark uh yeah you know stark like problems with society you know and like opioid epidemic and mm. you know the meth crisis and like well just don't know. move to ohio <laughs> <laughs> yeah but whatever it is man if you want to have kids then then uh, have at it i think it'd be a great dad i've been thinking about it but i don't know and i think that you and your dad should try to lock down a patent together get it to market yeah. i think that that's get something it that market. would <laughs> dude it'd be so easy for you to get it to market and then you just or you can just license the idea and sell it once you have the easier. patent yeah. go on shark tank and then film it and you got a youtube video on shark tank yeah yeah dude Super i think killing. content's just too much though it's too busy Make a video how to get yeah, your product on Shark Tank. Yeah, how to get so your product funny, on dude. Shark Tank. I'm getting like a Casey Neistat vibe a little bit. Do you like when when uh, like like friends of yours or just people you know when, when they reach out and they're like, "Hey man, like let's get together for dinner or like let, like let's lunch or something." Like, do you have the thought like, Ugh, like <clears throat> this like they're asking me to have a dinner? It's kind of not going to make good content. It's not even going to film it. I'm so annoyed that they're trying to like eat into my day with something that's not going to work great on YouTube. Like, Interesting. No, not really. I mean, I, I keep work, work, and then I try to you know, do stuff outside. But I'm busy, though, you know? It's right. not every day I get to go out to like dinner or fly out to L.A. and do stuff out here. Right. So... I think we we think different than people like right, dude, such he's a well, non-alcoholic like such, he doesn't yeah such a well-adjusted like like good fucking kid he's like yeah I met my girl in college we were friends for a long time <laughs> I, we, I got to know her you know and I'm just yeah, like right it's just so crazy he's like no I I keep my work separate it's like dude for us we just have everything's just <laughs> no in boundaries me- yeah it meshed together like <laughs> fuck good we're funny. psychos <laughs> yeah. Well, right on, dude. I'm uh, like so. While we have the people's attention, mm-hmm. where, where, what are we gonna try to direct it to? Uh, your YouTube channel, of course. Oh, YouTube, yeah, yeah. Carter Share YouTube. That's all my stuff. Car- Carter Share YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, we gotta like I, I checked your Instagram. We gotta get that to a million, dude. We like, do need uh, to get that to a million. It's a big not, problem. He's knocking on the door, knocking on the door. It's a big like problem. Seven hundred. No, no, dude, you're 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 creeping up on nine hundred. Yeah, am I? Okay, that's good. I think it's like eight hundred and sixty. I don't check something. it very much. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy yeah. boundaries. Carter Sharer yeah. on Instagram. How do you spell Sharer? Just so they know. S H A R E R. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. So follow his Instagram. Subscribe to his YouTube. Yeah, I'm trying to blow everything up yeah that's the goal uh, and and liz her her. and liz yeah lizzie capri youtube she's actually out there filming a video right now in your backyard (laughs) cleaning the barn dude wow which is an absolute disaster like what what have we been hiring hiring dylan to do the only thing he does is just throw more hay on like it's like knee high deep in hay the whole fucking barn have a talk with dylan dude 
Dylan's in deep shit. You're like, I got to talk to you. He's like, uh, I'm going to give you a raise. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, dude. All right, man. And and there's nothing else we want to drive traffic to. That's it, yeah. All right, sure dude, it's it. Dude, you're an impressive guy. Thanks, It's man. an honor to know you. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful for having you uh, join us here today. And, um... And uh, I'm mortified that we made you push your important meeting for millions of dollars by a half an hour. Yeah, it's all good. All right, dude. All thanks, good. man. <laughs> all right, cool. Just a likable kid, man. I'm really rooting for him. But then again, you don't even really have to root for him because he's rich. Like, really rich. It's, <clears throat> it's crazy. Like, uh, he's one of these people that makes me think, what am I doing wrong, man? I work so hard all the time. I'm tirelessly working, and, like, I just don't have it like that. But, hey, man, it's not about having anything. It's about the grind, man. I'm addicted to the grind. And I love you guys, the street team. Here, I've been on tour. I'm in Canada right now, and uh, I've had a few people introduce themselves to me as, hey, dude, I'm street team. And every time someone tells me that, I hug them, I thank them. And it happens a lot during meet and greets, and the meet and greets are really, like, have been wearing me down. Like, it's like, dude, I love the show, and then the meet and greet, like, <clears throat> but the street team people speaking up, they really, <clears throat> they put joy back into my, my heart, my life, and thank you for that. All right, guys. <laughs>